Welcome to the Bible Geek Podcast. This is Jay Cruz, and this is episode five. And the topic is going to be on false teachers, false prophets, false apostles. So once again, today's topic is going to be um, wolves in sheep's clothing and why it's so important to identify a true teacher of the word uh, versus someone who is uh, basically uh, lying and teaching false doctrine. I mean, a quick, just to kind of give you a quick overview of what we're going to cover here, we're going to be covering um multiple scriptures concerning what it says about false teachers even mostly in the end times right so we're, since we're living in the end days and we're getting closer to the end and we're getting closer to jesus return there are more and more wolves in sheep's clothing that are basically standing up in front of the pulpit you need to be able to identify who these people are and i'll be honest with you if you don't read God's word, if you don't study God's word, if you're not fellowshipping and if you're not under um, someone who is teaching the truth, what's going to happen is that you are going to be deceived. One of the things that the enemy is known for is lying. He's a deceiver. That's what he is. That's what he does. He lies. And he also is an imitator. He likes to imitate God. He likes to imitate Jesus Christ. And he does this and some people are falling for it because not everyone who claims to be a pastor, a teacher, an apostle, not everyone who wears the label is really truly what he says he is. How can we identify the person or someone who is a true teacher? Well, he's not going to teach you something that's outside of the Bible. He's not going to teach you something that's um, that is not going to be confirmed by the Holy Spirit. Now, you have a lot of folks, a lot of apostles, a lot of preachers, a lot of so-called pastors who are making all types of God told me this or God says that or God told me this. And and they're saying there's they're saying that God spoke to them and things are just false. There's no the prophecy doesn't come true um you know i i watched one pastor it was it was it was football uh a game was about to take place and he was like prophesying that the eagles were going to win because of a person's last name jordan the jordan river and let me tell you something if you claim that god says something you better be on point now god doesn't care about football god doesn't care about any of these sports all right God is only in the business of God, his kingdom. And, you know, for you to say that God says something to you, you better be on point. Because guess what you're saying? You're saying that God told you. That means you're hearing from God. So if you prophesy falsely, then you are a pro false prophet. And God never told you any of those things. And you need to sit down. You need to zip up and kind of just go ahead and sit down and let somebody take over someone who's not going to come and do what you're doing 
And this is like a disease. This is like a cancer. You see it all over with the mega churches. You see it in a lot of churches. It don't matter if they're mega or not. You're starting to see it in little churches. I mean, it's crazy the way things are going, the way things are changing. And the truth of it all is that we are playing games. And we're allowing the enemy not even to infiltrate. He's already infiltrated, infiltrated, sorry, apologize, infiltrated uh, the church. I mean, not, not God's church because God's church is invisible and that can never be infiltrated, you know. But he is claiming to be Christianity and he's claiming to, you know, there's a reason why the, the word Antichrist, right? If you, if you look at the meaning of that word, right, the Greek meaning, it doesn't just mean that he's Antichrist. It means instead of that means that there is a different. There's another, right? There's another. And this is what you have. It's folks representing this Antichrist spirit. Now, who is the Antichrist? But he who denies the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But this is where this is headed at. These churches are headed down a road where they are mixing um, New Age. They're, they're, you know, they're mixing uh, not only New Age, but they're mixing um, other things that are unbiblical. And then they're starting to, they're, they're, they're closing the Bible and they're just saying that they have a direct line to God and they just don't need the Bible anymore. They don't need to teach from the Bible. You know, they don't need to go back to that because they have a new word. They have a fresh word. God is doing a new thing. And you, already, you guys already know where all that is headed at. And I'm passionate about this subject because there's people that I speak to. And when I speak to them and I say, hey, that's wrong what he said they get they get upset with me they get upset with me because i am pointing something out that i know is wrong i know it's unbiblical it's not right and they get upset at you because they love the man the person that's sitting on the pulpit they love that man so much that they are willing to protect him even and and, and they don't care they don't care if um if he's right or wrong they don't question it now, kudos to those who read your Bible and you know when someone is being fake and you know when somebody is lost. Um, and if you're bringing it up to their attention, yeah, you know, uh, I tip my hat to you. And but we all know that they're so prideful that they're just they your correction is going to mean nothing to them because they don't want to sit down. They in their mind, they think that they're right. When they're not, they're false, right? You have them and they're all over the place. I mean, I one time heard a sermon. I had nothing to do with God. It had nothing to do with Christ. It had nothing to do with salvation. It didn't have nothing to do with repentance. It didn't have anything to do with anything. It it, it just, it was, a, it, I, and I just, I was like, man, we got to get out of this church. We got to get out of this church immediately because this guy is teaching nothing, you know. And it's sad, you know, because you can like a person. You can. I look. I, I look at the person, right? And I went to to that person's church, and and I stood there, and I I didn't like the sermons. I mean, I like the person, right? The, the 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 pastor as a person. I thought he was great. I'm not even sure if he knows what he's doing. To be honest with you, if like you know, some people just don't know. Some people are just doing things, and they think they're doing right, and reality, they're 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 causing a lot of harm. And they're and they're responsible 
right? They're responsible for uh, these people that they're teaching, these people that they're preaching to. They're they're responsible. And on the day of judgment, what does it say? The, the Word of God says is that judgment starts at the house of God. We need to be careful, okay? Because there's a lot of passages where you have those who say, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied? Have I not did all these things in your name? And Jesus says, get away from me. I never knew you. You evil worker. You worker of iniquity. Like he, he, he never knew you. And that could be for many reasons. It could be relationship wise, right? Because if you don't have a relationship with God, how are you going to know anything about God? You know, you might have a relationship with other folks or the pastors or the people and you're getting influences, demonic influences, but you're getting some type of influence from these people. But are you are you being influenced by God? Is God the one that is really working with you and talking to you? Have you allowed yourself to open yourself up and say, God, I want you to do a work in me? And sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. But some of these pastors really need to sit down if they truly do care about the church and if they truly care um, they would sit down and they would just say, Lord, I need you to work on me because I'm not trying to be that one that when I go to heaven, you're going to say to me that you never knew me and then you're just going to cast me out. I don't want to be that person. And, you know, they should care because we have a lot of folks, right? We have a lot of folks that... um depend on them right we're coming to you for a reason we're not just coming for the for the worship you know i mean you you have at the moment right if you notice songs and worship are at the height of of every of every worship like it, like that's it they're just building it around that and, and and of course you would because that attracts people it attracts young people um it attracts you know but you can't teach a sermon in a song you can't teach doctrine through a song. You can sing about certain things and you can pull scripture and put it into the song. But I bet you if you ask the person, hey, do you know what that means? They I have no clue. Okay, where where is this verse at in the Bible? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. You had that conversation with them and as soon as you have that conversation with them, they start to unravel. They start to, the whole entire thing falls apart now we're saved because we believe in what jesus done but the word is clear the word of god says that what's going to happen in the end days is that people were going to get to the point where they're not even going to preach jesus christ self-betterment um how to have a how to have a better today type it's just they're going to head into all this stuff that is worldly and they're not even going to know it. Because you know what, man? You can always, you know, all the devil has to do to preach a sermon is just, just throw a little Jesus in there. Or a little scripture, twist the scripture. Because that's what happens in the pulpits nowadays. They grab scripture and they twist it. They don't, they don't read it within its context. And they twist the scripture and forget about it. It's, I mean, half of the stuff, it, just, it blows my mind. I'm just like, what did this person say? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm sure that that does not mean that. And it's like, what did this person say? And I'm sure that the Bible is not teaching that. Uh, I don't know where you got that from. And, it, and it's happening. This is a disease. This is a cancer. And it needs to stop. And we need to pray for those folks. Okay. But it says in 2 Peter 
chapter 2 verse 1 think about it look listen it says but there were false prophets also among the people yeah among the people okay, in your church even as there shall be false teachers among you so now he's talking about a future time who privately shall bring in damnable heresies even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves such destruction. So what it's saying is here, hey, it's going to get to the point where some of these Christians are going to fall into the lies so deep that they're going to deny Jesus Christ. They're going to deny what he did and deny salvation. And they're going to be involved in a in some type of cult, some type of Christian cult, some type of something else. It's something else is not Christianity. Okay, because in order for it to be Christianity, the substance has to be Jesus Christ. In order for it to be Christianity, it has to be the foundation, the bedrock. Okay, has to be Jesus Christ. The cornerstone has to be Jesus Christ. His word. We have to fight and we have to fight with the truth. Okay, so that's what it says here. And, and it's crazy because I, I talk to a lot of people who are involved in some of these churches where they're not really doing what Jesus taught, right? They're not doing any of that stuff. It's it's like it's it's like it's evolving into something different, and it's becoming a little bit of everything, but a little bit of everything negative. Jesus Christ. It's like it's hollow. It's empty. You know, it it, it seems like it's alive. It seems like it's great. We're we're here. We're worshiping. It seems alive and beautiful. But it's negative Jesus Christ, and therefore it is empty. I want you to think about that. It's empty. Just for a second. I want to go ahead and just uh, go into Second John um, chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh... Such a one is the, is the deceiver and the antichrist. So we already have and we have those already out there. The many religions that are out there that deny Jesus Christ. This is, this is what that's talking about. Okay, you have a whole bunch of people playing a whole bunch of religious games. And they are negative Messiah. Okay, they don't care about Jesus Christ. When you don't have God, you have nothing. When you don't have God, you are missing the very life itself like you're missing it if you don't have jesus christ because jesus christ is the main ingredient if you don't have that ingredient you don't have the perfect recipe all right in matthew chapter 7 uh, verse 15 this is jesus speaking Beware of false prophets he's warning you look this is going to come your way don't think it's not going to come your way in 1st Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 it says now the spirit expressly says that in the later times some will depart from the faith that means they're going to leave the belief of Jesus Christ devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons new age and you can add everything else around that because there's a lot of false religions out there if it doesn't have Jesus Christ you're missing the very thing but we're clearly starting we're clearly starting to deny there's people that are out there now just kind of like you know what we just don't need Jesus anymore and these are devils 
These are devils who, who are taking advantage of people who don't read the Bible. Now, that's why people be like, well, man, you, you, you're just into the Bible. You just read the Bible so much. You just study the Bible so much. Like, I mean, is there anything else you do besides that? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's other things I do. But when I, you know, when I have time, uh, which is a lot, you know, in between my marriage and taking care of my children and taking care of my family and, you know, um, you know, I try to balance everything out and I try to read as much as possible. I try to study as much as possible. I also um, read up on different scholars and yeah, I, I, I try to study as much as possible because the word of God is clear. It says to show thyself approve. It says do your best to present yourself to God as one approve a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. So. We're supposed to read the Bible. So that's why people who are in Christianity or or some type of form of Christianity where they're not learning the Bible, they say they sit there and they just take they're just taking anything and everything that's said to a, to them because this person claims to be one who teaches on behalf of God. And that's what a pastor is. A pastor is someone who teaches on behalf of God. Who's supposed to take care of the flock? How are you taking care of the flock if you're lying to the flock? If you're teaching them something that's not Christianity. So Paul wrote, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's it. This Holy Spirit, when he comes into you, the Holy Spirit works in you. It's good to be around people that are headed in the, in the right direction, headed in the same direction the to, to get to the goal right to get to that mark to to get to the finish line it's good to be surrounded by folks who have the same vision but if your vision is leading you towards something else if the, your vision is 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 learning something else that's not of god then that means you're going to be deceived and that's why you know i mean you don't i i get it you know some of you probably are scared to read the Bible because you guys think it's hard, you don't understand it, and, and I get all that. I was there. But if you get under somebody who understands it and can simply show it to you, teach it to you, then find that person, right? Find a good church and, you know, whatever they tell you, be a good Berean, go into your Bible and research it research it because if you don't you're going to be deceived you're going to believe the lie and that's going to be tough to come back out of okay you know we just have um so many deceivers opening up churches so many being deceived and when a real person a person who is holy spirit filled reads the Bible talks to that person who is being deceived and that person looks at us as if we, as if we got two heads, right? As if we got two heads. It's like you don't know how wrong you are and you think I'm the one that's wrong. That's so scary because we're both claiming to be Christian. So what's next? What's next is numbers. Look, we, we, who are more than you, you believe, you, you read the Bible, you're just one, two, three persons. 
But we who are being deceived, we're 20 million. We must be right because we're, you know, arbitrarily, we we got it over you guys. You know, we, we're, there's more of us. <laughs> so forget the truth, man. There's more of us that believe this. So therefore, it must be true. And you have those types of people who are just falling into that trap. And I don't want to see anybody fall into that trap. I get it. I know some of you guys are annoyed by Bible thumpers like me who are continually posting posts about Jesus Christ and posting things about which you guys shouldn't follow. I mean, look at the shack, for instance. I, I, I made a post on the shack about how horrible that was and how easily someone could, you know, a, a new believer can be fooled just by seeing that movie and i remember the same pastor saying that oh it doesn't matter i get it uh, you know it, I, I get it you know but it doesn't matter that this movie is showing it like this because the message is love or the message is something else and that's what we're looking at we're looking at the message i said yeah but the details there's details there that need to be rightly handled there are details in there that can mislead because anyone can say that they love all right but if you don't know the author of love then there that's what the problem is okay that's what the problem is and <clears throat> a lot of people got on me about that you know i don't know if you guys have ever felt um that way maybe you're a person like me right knows the bible and uh can identify some of these things and have spoken against some of these things and then of course get a bunch of stones thrown at you right because people are getting upset because they don't understand they don't know the truth um they think they're right or they just have a heart for whatever is being taught to them and you know it's it's annoying because here we are trying to guide them and show them the truth and here they are just saying hey i, I don't want your truth you know, um, I, and here and here they are just uh, being appalled or angry um, or bothered by what you're saying. And like I said, this same pastor who prophesied about the football game once again said, yeah, I know how you guys feel about the shack, but who cares? Um, that's that's not really important. What's important is this. No, it's important. It's important because. If you're not deciding with God, then who are you deciding with? You're deciding with the devil. You're deciding with the enemy. Um, so you should be quick to align yourself with God and say, hey, I don't care if the message is this. Everything else is wrong. All right. And this movie needs to be redone in a different way. All right. Anyway. This podcast is just about over. So I just want to just say that. Please read your Bible. Take time. Find somebody that knows it. Get a Bible study going on with that person. Learn about what the Bible is truly saying. Because if you don't, you're just going to walk around clueless. People are going to challenge you on your ideas or your view, right? Your, your biblical view. They're going to challenge you. You're not going to have the answer. They're going to have you double thinking. And they're going to trip you. And that's what the devil likes to do. He just wants to cause, cause you to think twice about what is true. And you want to avoid that. 
okay so me personally I recommend you guys go ahead and read your Bibles get into a good Bible study with someone who knows about the Bible and um, you know also reach out to others who are in the same spot right reach out to others who are in the same spot who are basically struggling or in these churches that are teaching false doctrine let's get them out okay let's get all these churches that are teaching false let's get them all emptied out all right because this is what's going on all right it's a it's a cancer and this is about a person's soul we influence one another but you but you want to be someone who's influencing someone with the truth instead of influencing someone with a lie all right you want to just kind of stare clear away from that anyway with that being said i totally appreciate you guys for coming out and listening to the podcast hopefully you guys enjoyed once again hopefully you guys had a great weekend it's been a beautiful sunday for me and um yeah take care god bless you guys Maranatha.